Hello and welcome to Veganism Simplified. I am your host, Anna Miller, and today's topic of discussion is going to be all about recent vegan news. The first topic I'm going to discuss all about is going to be the new advertising campaign that the AHDB have recently released. However, before I begin, I would love to thank Earthling Ed for his ongoing dedication for the animals and this movement. Alongside the work he's done on this topic, I would also like to thank Plant Based News for their fantastic articles. Let's move on. So, if you didn't already know, the AHDB stands for the Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board. This levy board is funded by farmers and growers in the supply chain. It is vital for farmers to pay this. So think of it just like your taxes that you send off to the government. Now, the reason as to why the AHDB have this money is because they were supposed to use it towards campaigns, just like this weed-balanced one. In the advert that came out, they used false claims such as weed-balanced, which would blatantly imply that by consuming animal products, you are eating in a healthy and sustainable way. However, we must remind ourselves that this is just the company's marking technique and that science sheds a light on the truth. Did you know that the British government are spending a whopping £500,000 of taxpayers' money to promote the dairy industry? This number is more than the levy board uses from farmers to promote their industry. Through the government deciding to do this, they have as a result promoted the illness and disease that are contributed directly and correlated by consuming dead animals and their secretions, such as heart disease, type 2 diabetes, as well as some forms of cancer. What kind of a world are we living in as to where profitable gain is the most part made paramount in government schemes. What kind of a world are we living in that during a global pandemic that only exists because of our very use of animals is having a government that is actively funding animal bodies and their secretions to the public? It is up to us as consumers not to be gullible and bone idle, we must recognise what we can do day to day in our lives so that we can make an impact for good. The next topic of discussion is going to be all about some of the plant-based foods I have been enjoying this Veganuary, plus some of the new plant-based ranges that have been released and that I'm sure you would love too. Firstly, I would love to mention the brand Goo, spelt G-U. This brand has been around for years. I have had their Spanish lemon cheesecakes. They are absolutely delightful and seriously, the citrus flavour combined with the biscuit layer make the perfect combination of of tangy lemon and crunchy biscuit. The next product that I'd love to mention is Vegan Haggis by the brand Simon Howie. Now, To begin with, I was a bit sceptical about how that might taste. However, I would 
describe the haggis as just tasting like stuffing you would have at Christmas dinner. Now, I would advise you to pair the haggis with some boiled potatoes, a load of steamed vegetables, and then just pour a load of gravy on top. Another food item I've been absolutely loving is the plant-based bacon by the brand named This. Now, the plant-based bacon tastes fantastic because it has a lovely smoky flavour. And when you're actually cooking the bacon, it becomes nice and crispy in texture. You see, this is not healthy vegan food, obviously. However, ethically speaking, it is far better than eating dead pigs. Furthermore, directly funding animal abuse. Our next topic of discussion is going to be all about a Swedish mink farm news story. So, I'd like to discuss a recent news article that was posted by Plant-Based News. The title of this article read, Sweden suspends mink farm following COVID-19 outbreaks. Sweden is going to suspend the fur farming throughout 2021 because of COVID-19. This was made after 13 separate outbreaks took place in the country's mink farms. Dr Joanna Swabby, who is is a senior director of the public affairs of the Humane Society International Europe, said in a statement that while we applaud the Swedish government for taking the decision to suspend mink farming, we urge them to go further and permanently shut down this cruel and dangerous industry for good. Let's talk about Denmark now. Because with mink farms being worse hit by COVID-19, scientists have warned that the variant could spark a new pandemic. As a matter of fact, did you know that the Danish vaccine specialist, Professor Kerry Molbach, said that there's a risk of this being mutated and then causing a different form of virus to others. So we have to put the new things into this vaccine and therefore the mutation would slam us all in the world right back to the very start. Our next topic of discussion is going to be all about celebrity endorsement in veganism, the good and the bad. So I find this next topic of celebrity endorsement in the eyes of veganism crucial to mention because even if you yourself do not follow along with the most well-known celebrities in the world, most people seem to. Therefore, as a direct result, celebrities have an absolute moral obligation to call out the cruelty in the industries that profit off of the horrible use of animals. They also have the moral obligation to call out skinny tea brands that force horribly low-calorie, disordered ways of living just to go ahead. The celebrity I'm going to firstly mention is Miley Cyrus. Now, Miley Cyrus is a wonderfully talented young woman. Don't get me wrong. However, this does not make her decision of going back to eating fish morally justifiable. Miley claimed that she started to eat fish and just introduce it back into her diet for more Amigas, and that she claimed that her brain was not working properly. 
What Miley Cyrus should have done instead of causing harm to fish was look into a more plant-based form of supplementation because there are loads on the market. You'll be surprised by how many whole plant-based food amigas there are. A few of the cooked foods consist of, well, not even just cooked, like some of them mostly can be raw. We've got mangoes, cooked spinach, walnuts, hemp seeds, edamame and winter squash. That's just to name a handful of the fantastic options available. My next topic of discussion is going to be all about the actor Jacqueline Phoenix, or as he's more commonly known as, the Joker on screen. Jacqueline had been, has actually been vegan for whopping 40 years. And with him being in the public eye, we've almost all seen his acting skills. However, something pretty monumental that he did for the animal rights movement recently has been that he decided to dedicate his Oscar speech to why animal rights matter. I remember when I found out about the news because it was so monumental in the movement to have someone of such big global influence speak up about what is absolutely right. This is just a snippet of what he said on the big night. We have to continue we have to continue to use our voices for the voiceless. I've been thinking a lot about the ways some of the distressing issues we've been facing collectively. I think that at times we feel or were made to feel that we champion different causes. But for me, I see commodity. Jacqueline is doing amazing things for this movement. And I personally cannot wait for the future of his activism and what exactly that will entail. Our next topic of discussion is going to be all about the news in the business world. So this this is going to discuss all about the veganuary sales that we've experienced. So in this segment, I'm going to do a quick fire round of all the recent vegan news in the business world. Firstly, we have Beyond Meat shares spiking by 39% following a PepsiCo announcement. Secondly, we have the company V2 Food launching sausages for the 49% of Australians wanting to cut out meat. And finally, we have the news about a recent discussion surrounding the topic of how we can successfully invest for people, the planet and the animals. My news source for this information is vegconomist.com. Our next topic of discussion is going to be all about all things cosmetics. So in the eyes of the cosmetic industry, it is crucial that we, as consumers, pick the cruelty-free brands, because otherwise animals will be forced to endure a wide range of cruel tests. Everything from dropping dangerous chemicals onto their skin, just to see what happens, and causing animals to endure starvation. However, with cruelty-free, vegan-specified alternatives, we can eliminate the animal suffering. Now, when you're in, in the shops, you need to look out for any animal-derived things that might be seemingly fine in a cruelty-free product. Make sure to read the label and look for ingredients that read honey, milk, beeswax. And so these things are pretty common and they're not ethical and they're certainly not vegan. 
So here, the, here are some of the examples of vegan brands just to note down. We've got Lush, Cocoa and Eve, Beauty Pie, Glossier, and that's just to name a few. Our next topic of discussion is going to be all about a China animal testing news story. In a recent article published by Plant-Based News, the title read, China signals possible end of animal testing for imported ordinary cosmetics in 2021. It stated that China said that there is a public consultation process and the fine print to be released on how companies can file and meet criteria to forego testing. In a statement sent to Plant-Based News, Tori Seidel, who is Vice President of the Humane Society International, said... She said, As China is one of the few countries in the world to require animal testing, tests for beauty products, removing this pre-market equipment for all ordinary cosmetics would be a game-changer for cruelty-free beauty and could save tens of thousands of animals each year. My next topic of discussion is going to be all about my plans for the near future. So in the eyes of veganism, I'm really glad to inform you that I have so many things planned for the future of my activism in hopes to further raise awareness about what the animals go through. I'm going to create some little poems, more recipes, a surprise that I can only say this Sunday from when this podcast is actually going live, alongside an epic educational three-part series. Can you guess what it's going to be all about? Well, feel free to DM me at Miller underscore on my Instagram just to sort of pop over any guesses that you might have. My next topic of discussion is going to be all about vegan activists' mental health. So our final topic of this podcast is going to be all about vegan activists and how we must take time to prioritise our mental health. Personally, I have actually experienced feeling particularly down when I first went vegan because it was a massive shock to find out how unbothered everyone else seemed in a world that is so full of suffering. However, when I realised that I could utilise my hobby of writing to rewrite loads of really powerful slam poems about these industries that exploit animals, that right there gave me a sense of fulfilment. And when I started to share my work, people were catching on and actually really enjoying my creations. With all that being said, if you are struggling please reach out. You are not alone. There are tons of medical health professionals who will be glad to help you regardless. To conclude this episode, I'd just like to finish off by saying, you know what, I hope you've learned something new. So go ahead and support my Instagram account over at Anamilla underscore. That was Anamilla underscore. Take care. Bye.